Paranormal is a professional paranormal team located in the Blue Water area. If you have any uneasy feelings, hear bumps in the night that cannot be explained, or hear rumors about your home or business, please give us a call. And you can go to bordercityparanormal.com. If you like what you're hearing, go to the listener support link in the description of this um, episode. As well, you can also go to anchor.fm slash one news weekly. And from there, you can uh, give a donation of 99 cents a month, four ninety nine, or nine ninety nine a month to help support the podcast and do what we do each day here. And it will deeply be appreciated. And it will go help support the commercial you just heard, that group, Border City Paranormal. And thank you so much. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of One News Weekly. I'm your host, Chris Baker. And it's been a little bit, a couple weeks, since I've last reported on the news. I had to take a little bit of a mental break. I've I've been trying to essentially better myself and trying to get into a better headspace. So I appreciate to all my followers... I've been listening, and I'm sorry for taking that break, but here we go. Let's dive back into the news, though. So, recent... One of the top news stories over the past few weeks is that the White House and the Trump administration has recently come to light saying that one of the accomplishments is that Trump has... Um, eradicated COVID-19 from the earth. And it's no longer a disease. Which is untrue, unfortunately. And do not believe what you're, you've you been told. COVID-19 is still a very serious issue. And it's very much a health risk, unfortunately. It's... So... Keep wearing your mask. Keep being courteous to everyone. Being healthy. Being safe. Even though you might hear otherwise. COVID-19 is still a huge thing in the world. In the U.S. Because over the last couple days. There have been over 500,000 new cases in the U.S. alone. With multiple thousands of deaths. So it's still a huge thing in... Um, the world and the West. Millions of people are still suffering from it. And there's people still going back into the hospital. So let's pray for the people to get better. And pray that Trump does see the light of day on this one. And takes back what he said. Going on about more Trump news, the he recently submitted a nominee for the 
uh, Supreme Court vacancy that was vacated by Ruth Bader Ginsburg when she died. And her final wish was for it to not be filled until the new president was elected. But he did it anyway that weekend of her funeral, which was a big diss to her. He nominated Amy Coney Barrett. And she went through a rigorous uh, Congress and, um, what is it, the a rigorous uh, Congress interviewing system. And in the Senate, they finally voted, and it is quite sad that they even voted, too, because it was the same Republicans... Um, that pushed to get this vote through, tried to, uh, they pushed back Obama's nomination, even though it was eight months prior to the election. But safe to say, though, that Amy Cody Barrett got in very, through, she was, she's now a Supreme Court justice, and it was a very close vote, too. It was 52 to 48 when the final vote came in with one Republican voting against her. And that Republican was quoted as saying, this is unjust, especially as what the party has done in the past. In Supreme, other Supreme Court news, though, the Supreme Court, uh, the U.S. Supreme Court has refused for a second time a Republican effort to block a three-day extension for counting absentee ballots in Pennsylvania. This means that at least until after the election, the court will not intervene in the way the state conducts its vote count. The court, is, in a second case from North Carolina, also refused late Wednesday to block a similar extension of Time to count votes, an extension put into place by the state election board. New Justice Amy Coney Barrett did not participate in any of the case, though. Her decision was particularly noteworthy because her vote might or might not have affected the outcome. And because the Pennsylvania County had earlier this week filed and then withdrew a formal request for the new justice to recuse herself. A highly unusual statement issued by the court press office said that Barrett did not participate because of the need for a prompt resolution of the question before the court, and because the new justice had not had time to fully review the written arguments submitted to the court. The practical effort of... Uh, the practical effect of the decisions of both cases is to leave in place the extended vote counting period, at least for now. In the Pennsylvania case, though the ruling left in place a decision by the state Supreme Court based on the state con- constitution, it extended by the three days 
the period for counting absentee ballots posted by Election Day. Last week, the Supreme Court upheld the state court decision by a tie vote, with Chief uh, Justice uh, John Roberts joining the court's three liberals and later explaining that the state courts are free to interpret their own state constitutions in voting cases. This week, the state Republican Party came back to the court seeking a second bite at the apple before Election Day, and this time it failed again, perhaps by a more decisive vote. Only three justices noted their dissent, this time Justices Samuel Alito, Clarence uh, Thomas, and Neil Gorsuch. They wanted to hear and decide the question presented by the Republican Party prior to the next week's election. The same three dissented in the North Carolina case, too. The court, of course, could still hear the Pennsylvania case after the election, especially if the vote in the state is close and pivotal to the outcome of the general election. Indeed, as uh, Alto observed, in his uh, dissenting opinion, Pennsylvania officials have agreed to instruct boards of elections throughout the state to segregate ballots received uh, by 8 p.m. on uh, November 3rd, when the polls close and 5 p.m. November 6th, three days later. The coronavirus epidemic has caused judges in many states to allow greater protections for voters, but the court's conservative party, a conservative majority until now, has resisted most of these changes if ordered by federal courts under a docu- doctorate that dates back to 1989 and instructs the federal courts not to intervene close to an election. State courts, however, have, an, have been accorded far more leeway, the idea being that they are best able to interrupt their own state laws and constitutions. This week, uh, Justice Brett Kenfund threw a spanner into the long-held understanding of the principle in a case from Wisconsin, writing for himself, uh, Alto, Thomas, and Gorsh. Kavana said that when a state court interrupt, interpreting a state constitutional a provision on voting rights alters a statute to conform with the state constitution, that action is presumably illegitimate. Chief Justice Roberts, however, had a very different view. While he agreed that the actions of a federal judge in the Wisconsin case stepped over the line, the Pennsylvania case was different, he said, because the state court presumably had the right to interpret the state's constitution and laws. Turning to sports this week, two championships have been decided since I last was on the podcast. The Seattle Storm, who were in Game 3 with Las Vegas Aces um, in Game 3. The Seattle Storm ended up winning Game 3, 
having swept the Las Vegas Aces three games to none, winning the WNBA Finals. So congrats to the Seattle Storm for winning the WNBA Championship. Uh, turning to MLB as well, they uh, they went through their World Series as well, which is kind of an interesting one because it was all held down in Globe Life uh, Field down in Arlington, Texas, which is a very first... Um, it's the very first World Series to be held in a neutral site, and the first since, I believe, 1944 to have been played all in one single um, ball field. The So... The going on with that, the game one, L.A. Dodgers beat the uh, Tampa Bay Rays eight to three, going off one game to nothing. Game two, which was on the twenty first, uh, the Rays beat the Dodgers six to four to tie the series one to one. The L.A. Dodgers won game three on the twenty third, six to two, to go up two games to one. On the twenty fourth. The Rays beat the Dodgers 8-7 to to tie the series again 2-2. Two to two. On the 25th, the Dodgers beat the Rays 4-2. to Kind of go up uh, three games to two. And on the 27th, the Dodgers won 3-1 to one to close out the series and winning their first World Series since 1988. And Corey Sanger ended up getting the MVP for that series. And it's a good thing for the Dodgers, too, since they this, they have been in... How, they had lost three of the last four World Series they had been in. Because they were in 2016, 2017, 2019 World Series and ended up losing. So congratulations to the Dodgers for finally winning. Again, turning to NFL this week. The going through week seven. The Philadelphia Eagles beat the New York Giants 22 to 21. The New Orleans Saints beat the Carolina Panthers 27 to 24. The Buffalo Bills beat the New York Jets 18 to 10. The Cleveland Browns beat the Cincinnati Bengals 37 to 34 to win the Battle of Ohio. Team Washington beat the Dallas Cowboys 25-3. to uh, Green Bay Packers dominated the Houston Texans 35-20. to The Detroit Lions had another last-second uh, win over the Atlanta Falcons 23-22. Pittsburgh Steelers beat the 
Tennessee Titans, 27-24. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers swept the Las Vegas Raiders, 45-20. The Kansas City Chiefs uh, wiped the floor of the Denver Broncos, 43-16. The LA Chargers dominated the Jacksonville Jaguars, 39-29. San Francisco 49ers uh, beat the New England Patriots, 33-6. The uh, L.A. Rams beat the Chicago Bears, 24-10. Standings after Week 7. In the AFC East, the Buffalo Bills sit atop in first place with a record of 5-2. and two. Uh, Miami Dolphins... Uh, are in second with a record of three and three. The in third is the New England Patriots with a record of two and four, and in fourth is the New York Jets, still winless with a record of zero and seven. The AFC West in first is the Kansas City Chiefs with a record of six and one, and second is the Las Vegas Raiders with a record of three and three, and third is the L.A. Chargers with a record of two and four. And in fourth is the Denver Broncos with a record of two and four. In the AFC North, the Pittsburgh Steelers sit atop in first with a record of six and zero. In second is the Baltimore Ravens with a record of four five and one. The Cleveland Browns sit in third with a record of five and two, and the Cincinnati Bengals sit in fourth with a record of one five and one. And the AFC South sitting in first is Tennessee Titans with a record of five and one. And second is the Indianapolis Colts with a record of four and two. And third is the Houston Texans with a record of one and six. And in fourth is the Jacksonville Jaguars with a record of one and six as well. Going to the NFC. And the NFC East is Philadelphia. Eagles sitting in first with a record of two, four, and one. In second in is Team Washington with a record of two and five. And third is the Dallas Cowboys with a record of two and five. And the New York Giants sitting in fourth with a record of one and six. And the NFC West uh, in first is Seattle Seahawks with a record of five and one. In second is the uh, um, Arizona Cardinals with a record of five and two, and third is the L.A. Rams with a record of five and two, and in fourth is the San Francisco 49ers with a record of four and three. In the NFC North, in first is the Green Bay Packers with a record of five and one, and second is the Chicago Bears with a record of five and two, and third is the Detroit Lions with a record of three and three, and in fourth is the Minnesota Vikings with a record of 1-5. and five. And finishing out the standings in the NFC South. In first is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with a record of 5-2. and two. In second is the New Orleans Saints with a record of 4-2. and two. The Carolina Panthers are in third with a record of 3-4. and four. And finally, in fourth is the Atlanta Falcons with a record of 1-6. and six.
that does wrap up the news for this episode of One News Weekly. Until next time, don't stop believing.